Hello and welcome everybody back to the Inside Our Galaxy Podcast. I am your host, Eric Hernandez. As always, we got some things to talk about. We got to talk about our unfortunate loss against Vancouver, the Vancouver Whitecaps on Saturday. Uh, The Galaxy lose 2-1 over there in Utah against Vancouver. An unexpected loss and a loss that should not happen. I'll be talking about my thoughts on this loss and we'll be getting into a preview against Real Salt Lake. So um, let's get into everything guys. I hope everybody is having a fantastic day. I hope everybody is doing well. But let's get into it, guys. Let's get into uh, our loss against Vancouver. Now, our loss against Vancouver was very unexpected. I, I I think this was a loss that definitely hurt the Galaxy. And not only just the fan base, but in the standings, like in general for the team. This was a, a loss that definitely hurt the Galaxy, dropping an important three points against Vancouver. Galaxy end up losing 2-1, as I said in the opening of the show. Um, so yeah, Galaxy lose 2-1 against Vancouver. Um, Galaxy started playing good in the first half with an early goal by Ryan Revolution. Revolution. A lot of people are saying his name in very different ways. So I'll just say Revol- Revolution. His first game, a lot of people were saying his name Revolution. Some people were saying Revolution or Revo- or Revolution. It's you know, it's very it's very weird <laughs> how to pronounce his name. But um, I'll just say Revolution. Uh, so Revolution has an early goal in the first half with the Galaxy scoring in minute five. So a very very early goal for the Galaxy and a very um easy goal for the Galaxy. And the Galaxy were playing good. I think the Galaxy had a lot of control. I think they had a lot of uh, uh, possession. I think they, they had their chances to score. But, you know, overall, the Galaxy were the better team in the first half. However, the second half was a different story for the Galaxy. Um, the team was not playing as well. And I th- the team was very much gassed in this in this game. Vancouver gets two easy goals. Uh, one scored by Caicedo and the other one scored by uh, Dahomey. Um, Vancouver gets two easy goals. Re- I mean, really easy goals from the Galaxy. Essentially leaving both of these players, Caicedo and, and Dahomey, alone when they scored those goals. Especially in the in the Dahomey goal. Where basically they just, all three defenders just basically um, go for the ball. And Dahomey is all by himself and gets an easy goal. There's no way for Bond to really stop that goal, but just two easy goals scored for Vancouver, and it really could have been a 3-1 game if Dahomey scored in the 94th minute as well. He had another chance where he was one-on-one with Bond, and and it surprised me that he didn't score in that in that uh in the 94th minute. It really could have been a 3-1 loss for the Galaxy, and that would have been worse than than this 2-1 loss, but. It, it, this was still a very bad loss. So um, the Galaxy, yeah, just in the beginning, they looked good. But in the second half, it was just a different story for the team. And it, it, it didn't look good for the Galaxy. Now, when watching this game, uh, I actually didn't really, I mean, I mean, it sounds bad saying I didn't really watch this game, which essentially I, I didn't because I was at uh, at the OC Fair on Saturday. But I was watching the game uh, here and there, looking at who scored, who um, just, just getting a feel of the game, but didn't really get to watch it on Saturday. But luckily, since this game was on Spectrum Sportsnet, uh, I did end up watch, watching the replays of this game, uh, the full game. I saw, uh, you know, the Galaxy Compacto that they have where they, you know, they show the game in under an hour, uh, get, getting the feel of the game. And, and I got most of the, the, the feel of the game. But, you know, this was still a very tough loss. 
regardless if I saw saw the full game live or whether I saw the replay. This was a tough loss. So let's get into my thoughts on this, though. Let's start off with the good. Uh, obviously, Revelasan, uh has been a game changer for the Galaxy and has had an immediate impact on this team. Uh, Ravelasan is, is, is a game changer. <laughs> He's been pl- playing very well for his first three games. And not only just that, but this is his first game where he's played his natural position. And again, he scores a goal very early in, in, in this game. But he's been very good. Um, this has been a very good signing so far, for sure. Um, and what, what's impressed me most about uh, Revel Son is that he's under the same challenges as, for example, Grand Zier and Cabral who have moved to a different league, a different country, uh, with no uh, knowledge or necessarily uh, understanding, full understanding of the language and things like that in, in, in that nature. Same same uh, circumstances, yet Ravel Hassan has produced more than both of them combined, which is impressive to think about that in, in the span of three games as well. In a span of three games, he's done more than what they have done. And it's not necessarily a knock on both of those on those other two, other two guys because, you know, those are the challenges that they're facing. And, you know, other people face challenges differently. And yet, you know, maybe it's not going well for the other two. But for Ravlasan, he's basically like, you know, he's 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 there. He's got it. Like he's already like he's he's been plugged into the lineup and he's and he's and he's doing his thing. And again, that's impressive. In fact, he's tied for the you know, second uh, top goal scorer for the Galaxy already in three games. Now it's only been two two goals, but you know, still, I mean, he, he's already pro- he's already producing. <laughs> That's the only good that you can really take from Ravelasan, um from this game. I mean, I, I mean, this is the only thing that you can take good from the game, which was Ravelasan. But other than that, like, there's there's been a lot of bad. Um, I mean, I guess another another um good thing and sort of a bad thing as well is like I said Grand Zier. I mean Grand Zier has been playing well um he's been playing well he's improved every single game he's given the effort he's given everything that he's got on the field yet the only thing that needs to happen with Grand Zier is that he needs to get a goal which he almost got a goal in the 36th minute where uh he hit the post which my god that would have been such a such a great goal if he really made that it made it in there but Grand Zier um, hasn't gotten the goal yet, and you know that's the only thing that he's looking for. But other than that, Grandier has been playing okay. Uh, let's talk about the defense a little bit. The defense obviously was bad. Uh, the defense was bad at least for the second half. Obviously, with these two easy goals that were given up in the second half, with with Caicedo and Dahomey, just again, like like two easy goals where they left two players wide open for for the goal, and that's not okay. Especially in the second goal where three defenders get caught up on the same you know, cut by one player and, you know, it ends up sealing the win for Vancouver. And that, that wasn't good. Defense did not look great in that second half. Obviously our attack was not as great as well. That's something I did not add on to my notes here, but uh, let's talk a little bit about the offense. Obviously that is something that did not look great either. Yes, we did um, sort of get two goals in the first half. Um, the, the revolution goal and uh, an offside goal by uh, Ethan Zubak, which again, which was also kind of an easy goal that, well, if it counted, it was a very easy goal for Ethan Zubak. Um, unfortunately, he was offsides, which he was offsides on that play. Uh, even seeing that goal, because that was one of the goals I did end up seeing live, um, it, 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 it was noticeable that he was offsides. But even then, uh, after that, our defense had you know had nothing <laughs> they had nothing in for the rest of the game and again they were gassed they were you know in in the in this uh hot weather elevation all that stuff but even then just 
you know, not, 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 not producing anything. And another thing why they haven't been really been producing anything is, is a big topic of conversation, which is Kevin Cabral, which it could be his own section in the show. But I mean, Kevin Cabral has been the, the topic of conversation for who knows how many games already. You know, ever since we've came uh, came back from international break, you know, Kevin Cabral is not playing well and it, it shows it shows. And the worst part about it is that he's on this DP contract. Um, I think that's really what's messing up Cabral a lot is the fact that we're not seeing him produce yet. We're giving him a lot of money to show us that he can produce. Now, that is really what makes it bad right now for the whole Cabral situation. If Cabral wasn't on a designated player contract, yes, we would probably be criticizing him, but we definitely wouldn't be criticizing him as harsh or as much as we are right now with um, his, you know, the situation that he's in and the contract uh, that he's getting and the money that he's being received. And, you know, it, it just doesn't sit well. Now, personally, for me, I think I still want to wait with Cabral. Obviously, I want to give the guy some time i want to give the guy some patience and you know hopefully he can get it going sooner than later but if if this keeps going this definitely is is not good and especially since we signed him for so many years we signed him for four years with an option of a fifth and it it, it just doesn't sit well and i mean it really isn't good the thing is with cabral when it comes to at least when he's on the field i think kevin cabral is still overthinking a lot in his in his play i think kevin cabral is overthinking to the point where it puts him a step back in his game like for example if he makes a run he does it a bit too late or if he tries to pass or do, does this little play or whatever i feel like he 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 knows what he wants to do but he's almost a bit you know scared to do it if you get what i mean like it, it's almost like he wants to do something but he overthinks it saying, should I do it? Should I not do it? I don't know if I'm going to mess up. I don't know if it's going to work. And then it puts him a step behind because he ends up doing it and, you know, nothing happens. I think Kevin Cabral is, is overthinking too much when it comes to his play, when it comes to whatever he wants to do on the field, whether he takes a shot, a pass, you know, dribble, tries to dribble out a, a defender, whatever, whatever it is, he's overthinking about, he's overthinking it. And I think, and I've said this before, I think Kevin Cabral needs to, needs to, um, you know, stop overthinking of what he's going to do and just do it. Putting in the effort of saying, I'm just going now, obviously I'm not saying he should be, he should be reckless and start just doing random stuff. Now that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that for sure, Kevin Cabral needs to be like, if he wants to make a decision and he, and if he thinks that this might work, just, just do it. Cause in, it, at the end it could work at the end of the day, it might not work at the end of the day, whatever happens happens, you know? And, and that's what Kevin Cabral needs to do. He needs to put in a little bit of that effort to really do it. You know, even, even in, in, in the broadcast a lot, you know, Kobe Jones is saying, Hey, you should probably just do this or, you know, get into the flank, try to try to get into these runs or, and all this stuff. And, you know, like Kevin Cabral needs to stop overthinking and just do the simple stuff. <laughs> and, you know, and, you know, because if he keeps overthinking him, it, it's going to put him a step back in his game and it's going to not only just one step back, but maybe even multiple steps. So for sure, I think Kevin Cabral just needs to relax a little bit. Um, Obviously, he's only gotten one goal so far and, you know, the, the 10 games I believe that he's had so far. So I think Kevin Cabral just needs to stop overthinking about it and just try to play, <laughs> just try to play as best as he can. Um, But yeah, I think that 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 is overall for me what Kevin Cabral has had 
an issue with so far. That's it for Kevin Cabral. Uh, I think another thing was that Vanny took too long in his, in his subs. Um, Vanny didn't make a sub until like you know, somewhere between the 75th minute to like 80 the 80th minute. I believe it was more towards the 80th minute where he didn't really make a sub, and and that's not good. Um, you know, Vanny took too long in in, in his subs, and in fact he. So there was um at one point where he just he took the wrong person out uh, he took Ravelasan out and instead of like someone like Sasha Kleshin who was gassed basically after the first half now Vanny ended up saying that you know Ravelasan had cramps and things like that and that's why he took him out but still there was other players that you could have taken out that and put someone else in where it could have probably you know changed the the dynamic of the game but you know Vanny took too long in that and it was to the point where they couldn't do anything and also I didn't like the fact that he thought this was this game was going to be in his favor um he said in he said in his in his uh press conference that he thought that and that he thought that the goal that he that the Galaxy made was easy and he thought that you know Vancouver at the end of it was was uh getting their goals easily and Vanny thought that he was going to, you know, win this game with, uh, with their players going at sixty percent, or was I believe is what he said, and um, you know, he he thought that this game was going to be in the bag, and and it wasn't, and that's the mentality that I don't think that you should go into a game. Now, obviously, last episode, my mentality was, and a lot of fans really was that we were going to win this game, and that there was, and that we were going to get this in the bag with the way Vancouver was playing which this they had a eight game losing streak and now it's been broken because we didn't have the mentality of of trying to win this game or didn't have the mentality of of trying to stay on our toes and and um I didn't like the fact that that was also a mentality that we had on this game and hopefully we don't have that mentality later in this game uh later in the season excuse me because that's not good that's not good that that the coach or the players have a mentality of saying that oh this is this is an easy team or this is a team that's not good and we're gonna and we're gonna we're, we're basically get the the three points and we don't get the three points and this was an important three points because this should have been you know maybe not yeah maybe not guaranteed but at least three points that you should have gotten but at the end of the day you don't get those points and it was all because of the mentality that that uh that you had and and that's not good so um i mean yeah those were my thoughts on on that on on that game a lot of bad a lot of the ugly um and a little bit of the uh of the of the good i guess uh, i mean another thing you can add too about the about um about this game is that definitely you can tell that um we don't have our normal starters now if you count injuries and uh gold cup uh players we're mi- we're still missing like at least four starters. Um, uh, obviously you're you're missing Sebastian Lejet. You're missing Chicharito on injury. You're missing Kulabali on injury, and then you're missing Jonathan dos Santos in the Gold Cup as well. And you're you're mi- you're definitely. Uh, it definitely does look like you're missing four starters in this game, at least. Um, you didn't really see that in the Dallas game because we dominated that game and we actually went for the win in that game. So, um, but in this game, however, it definitely looked like you were missing your starters. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it did not look good uh, for this team. It did not look good for uh, for anybody. And uh, hopefully, they uh, they realize their mistakes. They get back to work and they. They put up a good show against uh, Real Salt Lake, which speaking of Real Salt Lake, uh, let's get into our preview for that match because that is who we are facing on Wednesday. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. Uh, obviously, let's talk about uh, Real Salt Lake's previous match. They lost in their last game against LAFC, losing 2-1 two, two uh, at LA in the Bank of California. Uh, Real Salt Lake didn't look bad. 
in the first half of their game. Uh, but LAFC were definitely dominating in the second half. It honestly could have been a game where I think LAFC really should have had more goals in this game. There was a lot of chances for uh, Charles Candles, uh, Carlitos Vela, obviously. Um, he had a lot of chances. He he got a, a you know a blocked penalty. There was a a shot that hit the post in the first half uh, uh, off a free kick that would have been an amazing goal if he uh, scored that. But um yeah he had some chances. A lot of LAFC players had chances to really make this more than a two one win. This should have been you know at least you know th- maybe a three to four one win. Or at least it could have been a three to four one win. Maybe even a five one win. But at the end of the day, LAFC uh, only make it a 2-1 win, but RSL, um, like I said, they didn't, they look good in their first half. They didn't look terrible. They didn't, I mean, yeah, they didn't look terrible. They didn't look fantastic, but they, they were holding themselves in the first half. But, you know, in the second half, LAFC were definitely dominating. They were getting their chances, but with their luck, they didn't really, uh, you know, score more goals. I mean, it was bad luck for LAFC that they didn't have more goals. It was good luck for, I guess, RSL that it wasn't a bigger loss than it was. But, um, Anyways, uh, Ralph Salt Lake, uh, they're currently four, four, and four on the season. So four wins, four draws, and four losses, and they're one, and they're uh, in the one place behind a playoff spot. So RSL right now are literally in the middle for at least the Western Conference. They're essentially an average team, <laughs> um, but I think RS, RSL is definitely a team that can give you the trouble. And honestly, this could be a little bit of a test for the Galaxy um, when you look at it, because again, RSL is a team that normally is in those playoff spots, normally does go into the playoffs and normally performs well. And Raul Salt Lake has, they're, 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 a, they're a good team. They've always, they've been a good team, um, you know, at least in recent years, they have been, you know, a good team and can perform and could get into those into those spots. So I think for the Galaxy, this is going to be a little bit of a test for them. Um, I think the Galaxy definitely should not go with that mentality of thinking they're going to this is going to be an easy win, which is not because RSL is definitely much better than Vancouver. So this might be a little bit of a test for the Galaxy, especially for their depth, because we don't have most of our starters. But, you know, hopefully uh you know we don't drop the point on this one um i don't expect this to be an easy win if we get a win but you know the main thing right now is to not drop more points because right now we're only one game ahead of a fourth place now which is uh colorado rapids and lafc is behind them with the same amount of points we have 24 they got both of those teams have 21 so now two teams are are on our tails when it comes to uh the third place position and not only that but we don't want to be um we don't want to drop points and be farther from second and first place because that's what we're trying to aim for. Um, whether that happens or not with Seattle playing how they're playing, which, by the way, they had their first loss this weekend. So, you know, but but the thing is, the Galaxy want to try to get as high as possible and try to, you know, have a gap within, within the points. So, yeah, I mean, Galaxy should definitely uh, not try to drop some points here. Um, hopefully they try to get the win, but even then a tie wouldn't be wouldn't be good enough because again they're still dropping points they only get one point and if lafc or colorado win this uh i don't know if they play wednesday but if they do the galaxy can go down uh down places they can go to fourth or maybe possibly even fifth so hopefully that does not happen um the good thing for the galaxy is that they have been in utah this whole week so they don't have to travel so they don't have to 
you know, go through the hassle of getting on a plane, landing, you know, get practicing this and all that, checking into hotels, whatever, just just uh, getting going through all that hassle of traveling. So that is good for the galaxy that they don't have to have to do that um, because they're in Utah for the whole week and you know they're playing they're going to play RSL at at their house which they played on Saturday against Vancouver so so now you have so now they don't have to to experience all that uh that travel uh bs i guess <laughs> so um so that's good for them that 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 is a positive for the galaxy so they don't have to you know they they'll have definitely have more training for this game than than they normally would on travel days um however i do have a prediction for this game um i know i said the galaxy need to win this game um and we should not drop points but i definitely do think a tie could possibly happen and i think it's going to be a 2-2 tie for the galaxy and rsl i think they're going to share points but hopefully the galaxy prove me wrong hopefully they um try to go for the win and hopefully they do get the three points because we do not want to drop more points but um yeah i mean let's see we'll see what happens on wednesday for sure after that we have dallas on saturday but we'll get into that later this week um or in the next episode but um yeah i covered everything now uh so that is the show that is the show for today uh i can't thank you all enough for listening i can't thank you all enough for um you know just being here liking the socials i've kind of been lacking on on the on the on the on the instagram page for like this past week it was probably just because i was busy with work and stuff but regardless you know i've been kind of lacking on it i I need to get back into posting more stuff even if it's you know quotes from press conferences or highlights or just asking for opinions or whatever i i definitely do think i need to start posting more stuff on on the social medias and stuff like that so i definitely need to start um posting more for sure um but yeah um uh i can't thank you guys enough for interacting on the social medias i can't thank you guys enough for interacting on on just my content um and all that good stuff so uh if you want to follow me on the socials if you want to follow me on instagram it's obviously at inside our galaxy on instagram um if you want to follow me personally on instagram that is at dj underscore porco that is at dj underscore p-u-e-r-k-o and then if you want to follow me on twitter um you can follow me at it's double underscore Eric. That is at it's double underscore E R I C K on Twitter, where I post stuff about the galaxy, my live reactions, things like that. Um, and just my, you know, my personal Twitter, I'll just post some random stuff on there, but that's mainly my galaxy Twitter. Um, so yeah, if you want to follow me there, you can follow me there. Um, so yeah, that is it. That is the show. Um, I'll probably have a show uh later this week after the rsl game and um you know i'll see you till then i guess so uh cheese up everybody have a great day seven words be